Do you think we're stupid? Yes. You think we're fools? Absolutely correct, sir. Oh! Tired of the same boring old communion wafers at Holiday Mass? Open wide, Billy, and prepare to receive thy Savior. Oh, jeez, Father O'Malley, wafers again? Now, Billy, this isn't just any wafer. It's not? No, through the divine miracle of transubstantiation, I've turned this ordinary wafer into the divine blessed body of Christ. Well, why does the body of Christ have to taste so yucky? Spice up your next communion with new Christ-A-Roni. Christ-A-Roni is a special blend of rice, spices, and seasonings, plus a bit of the body of Christ in every fluffy forkful. And Christ-A-Roni cooks up perfect every time, as he should. Mmm, can I have some more Christ, Father? That's Christ-A-Roni, Billy. Amen to that. Christ-A-Roni, the transubstantiation treat. Yours truly, Brit Summers, at thebritsummershow.com. In the year Tavshin Pei Hey, if you buy an S rig through the nose, you'll have to pay ten thousand dollars. And what will you get? What they call a chinuch set. In the year Tavshin Tzadik Vav, that'll be a year every Jew will love. No matter where you live, no matter what street, there'll be a shtibul every fifteen feet. In the year called Tough Tough I tell your friends life is gonna be rough You'll have to earn a million dollars I fear Just to pay your tuition each year In the year Tough Tough Hamid Tess There'll be a daily paper called the Jewish Press For fifty dollars you can check it out folks To see if Arnold Fine has run out of jokes Whoa, whoa Now, because uh, there won't be a New Year's show, and I'm going to explain that in a moment. Holidays, everybody. It's the Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, Amazon, Music. TuneIn, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, Acast, Radio Public, Listen Notes, Zencaster, Substack, uh, Pocket Cast, and a whole uh, bunch of uh, other platforms that I haven't gotten to yet. Oh, not to mention thebritsummershow.com, which is my home website. This is, again, this is the Brit Summer Show broadcasting to you live from the United States of Apathy. Yeah. And I, I wasn't sure I was going to pinch out another show this week because I am not feeling good. But I figure, hey, why not? One more 
before the end of the year. I'm not going to have an end of the year show like everybody else, all the other podcast people are doing. I don't want to do that. And you know why I say that. I always give credit to my audience for being more uh, intelligent like that. Like, oh, let's see. Oh, here's what happened back in March of last year. Say, let's give that a listen now, shall we? Uh, you know, every my listeners know what the fuck happened last year. We don't have to go over it again. Well, what we have to do is try to correct it somehow. Uh, because every year it seems to get worse. But I have a few things I want to say. First of all, I'm, I'm not done. I'm not done with the Zigglers of Sarasota. Oh, no, 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 no. I am not going to rake their asses over the coals because of what they have done to this state and the type of legislation that they have helped get passed with the help, of course, of uh, the, the, the Satan. Oh, no, 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 no. They're not out of my crosshairs, or in their case, pubic hairs. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's to, uh, to be continued on that one in, in, uh, in just a few moments. I just want to make a couple of comments uh, regarding the reputrid party. My God, what, what, they, what they're what they going to do to this country. And, and, and they don't want to... First of all, it's very, very clear that they are working for Putin. They're getting checks direct, directly from the Kremlin, the Republicans. And the networks are helping them right along. Yeah. Ain't that right, David Lasloff, with uh, normalizing uh, Vivi, uh, what's his name, uh, Swami, <laughs> Swami. Hey, hey, Swami, why don't you go uh, put a snake to sleep, Vivi Swami? Get the fuck out of here. No one, everybody thinks you're a nutbag. Get the fuck out of here and leave us all alone. Vivi Swami. But I, I know you're just the type of a uh, uh, political candidate, I guess if you could call it that, that CNN looks forward to putting on the air, that uh, CNN likes to normalize. Ain't that right, Dave Laszlov, right? You're the one turning that. Uh, <laughs> it's you. Not so much I found this out because I was this guy, John Malone, who, who bought it. It's not so much him. It's this Dave Zaslov, or Zaslov and his dog. Zaslov and his dog. Uh, he's doing everything he can to get that thing into a, a, a direct competitor for Fox News. When are they going to learn that uh, giving these nutbags a national spotlight on national television is dangerous? It's fucking dangerous. Can you imagine if they get... Uh, you know, only time anybody really ever heard of Jim Jones was after all those people were dead. Before that... Nobody heard of Jim Jones. That was a local, well, a regional thing. <clears throat> I'm not sure what Midwest state it was that he, he began. It might have been in Illinois. I'm not sure. But I know he ended up in California and started that uh, bogus church of bullshit up somewhere in California. I forget. But I didn't know who he was. Nobody knew who Jim Jones was. And then when he found over the, what was it, 900 bodies or something down in Guyana, dead. Then, then we started, and the news started to come in about who Jim Jones was. And it, because assholes, murderers like him, were not given the, 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 the spotlight. We're not, uh, you know, for a lead story on, on the uh, 6 o'clock news. And then when Congressman Leo Ryan was murdered on the airstrip, uh, along with uh, Jackie Spiros, his, his staff member who was shot five times and, and survived it. She, she was shot five times. It's still alive. And then she became a, a, a senator herself in, in California. But, but uh, nobody, like I said, nobody heard of Jim Jones until all of that shit happened. The Branch Davidians. No one heard of uh, Dave Koresh until uh, he started raping all those women up there in Waco, Texas. Uh, he would not let people escape, keeping him prisoner. Then we heard of Dave Koresh, the only sick murderer we heard about in the news. Uh, major news was uh, Charlie Manson. That I would say Charlie Manson was the first. I guess you could call it cause celeb story because of it being Sharon Tate. However, prior to Sharon Tate 
Anybody who lived east of Los Angeles, they didn't know who Charlie Manson was. It was until after the story. My point is, they became national, uh, nationally known figures on the news after they committed their crimes. The news now is helping them coup to commit the crimes and also promoting the crimes they committed by normalizing it. Let me say that again. They're promoting the crimes they commit by normalizing it. Oh, it's okay. Here's a little pat on the head. Let's give them a national interview and, and toss little softball uh, questions at them. Yeah. No pushback. No pushback whatsoever. Because if you if you pushed back, if you asked a tough question, then that would come under the definition of journalism. And we can't have that. We can't have journalism. Because as David Zaslav says, quote, it's not about the news. This is show business. That's what he said. It's show business. Yeah. Well, Zaslav sounds, uh, it could be that he's Jewish, I don't know, but maybe he thinks he's got a pass, too. You got that pass in your wallet, Zaslav? Because they're going to be a friend only up to a certain point. The Nazis were the Jewish friends, the powerful Jewish friends, only up until a certain point. <laughs> only, only until they got the rockets built. Uh, then they were not so much their friends. I heard there is no Christmas in the silly Middle East. No. No trees, no snow, no Santa Claus. They have different religious beliefs. They believe in Muhammad and not in our holiday. And so every December I go to the Middle East and say... Hey there, Mr. Muslim. Merry fucking Christmas. Put down that book, the Koran, and hear some holiday wishes. Okay. In case you haven't noticed, it's Jesus' birthday. So get off your heathen Muslim ass and fucking celebrate. There is no holiday season in India, I've heard. They don't hang up their stockings, and that is just absurd. They never read a Christmas story. They don't know what Rudolph is about. And that is why in December, I'll go to India and shine. Hey there, Mr. Hinduist, Merry f***ing Christmas. Drink eggnog and eat some beef and pass it to the missus. In case you haven't noticed, it's Jesus' birthday. So get off your heathen Hindu ass and f***ing celebrate. Now I heard that in Japan, everyone just lives in sin. They pray to several gods and put needles in their skin. On December 25th, all they do is eat a cake. And that is why I go to Japan and walk around and... Hi there, Mr. Shintoist! Merry f***ing Christmas! God is gonna kick your ass, you infidelic pagan scum! Alright! In case you haven't noticed, there's festive things to do! So let's all rejoice for Jesus' Merry f***ing Christmas to you! On Christmas Day, I travel around the world and say... Now it's Christmas bonus and all you atheists too! Merry f***ing Christmas! Yeah, you're listening to uh, the uh, Brit Summer Show, and I'm going to get through it as quickly as I can because uh, it's a holiday. <clears throat> Everybody's got things to do, and I'm, I'm going to probably play, I don't know, maybe I'm going to insert a lot of comedy bits or whatever it is, but I just had to, to, had to do more with this uh, Ziggler, who, who sounds like, uh, uh, you know, Larry King's real name was Ziger. And for years, people were accusing him of his real name being Larry Ziegler. It's not. It was Larry Ziger. Uh, so I don't know if it's Ziegler or Ziegler. I'm pretty sure it's Ziegler. Christian Ziegler, that is. Along with his lovely wife, Bridget. Uh, Bridget. Uh, ho, ho. Who uh, isn't so much his wife. She's more her, uh, a girlfriend of the lady who still remains unnamed, which is fine. Uh, but uh, she is a bit bisexual i think more lesbian than bisexual okay and it's like i know people are out there saying couldn't you save this story for after the holidays well let me check my file over here and the answer to that question is no 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 i cannot because this is too good and you know what i'm going to talk more about this after the holidays and you know why because these two have no no intention of resigning or going away 
And already the uh, school board of Sarah Sorry Soder uh, voted her off the school board. And she's on the school board and she voted, yes, I should stay. Uh, uh, Governor Shortchit with his uh, big, big boots, uh, he asked this guy to sit. St- <laughs> yeah, he asked him to step down. And, uh, of course, for, for DeSantis to step down, he, need, he needs a ladder. But he asked this guy, uh, Chris Jones, Ziegler, to step down. He won't. He says he's not guilty after raping this woman. Okay, so you got what you want, villages. <laughs> okay, villages, all you Republicans in this state, you got what you want. Your Republican leader in this state is an accused rapist. It's just being, it's, it's like old home week. It's, it's, just, it's what you guys do. Uh, Trump is an accused, not accused, he's a convicted rapist. You people haven't seen a rapist you don't like yet, okay? So this guy is accused of allegedly raping uh, this woman who has sex, I guess, on a regular basis with his wife, Bridget, who uh, these two have conspired month after month, year after year, to take books off the shelf for no real reasons whatsoever to take the rights away of LGBTQ people, LGBTQ children, and put them through hell, put them through a, a grinding machine of, of misery, uh, and, and also make life uncomfortable for anyone else who's just gay. These are the people that say, don't even mention gay, don't say gay. That's where, they're, that's where they come from. This is, that was their lure. Don't say gay bill. They authored it. They, they helped draft that bill. And they helped get it passed. And they, they, you could see him while he's signing it, smiling with his head rocking back and forth. You could see them standing behind him. This was their bill. And as soon as he got his name on the dotted line and that bill was signed to take all the rights away from gay people, she rushed right home to stuff a face with pussy. Isn't that right, Bridget? You stuffed your face with pussy the minute you got home. Because it's okay for you, you hypocritical, holier-than-thou, carpet-munching bitch. Every guy I know Likes those lazy, lazy girls Every guy I know Likes those lazy, lazy girls. Look at that, look at that, look at that, look at that, look at that. Lazy girl, lazy girl, lazy girl. Oh yeah. There just can't be no denying. No, no denying. These girls will send your hormones flying. That's our favorite fantasy. Lazy girl, having two or maybe three. Lazy, lazy, lazy girl. Lazy girl, lazy girl, lazy girl. What I say What's that? What you say We like those lazy, lazy girls Lazy, lazy, lazy girls You know they knock me off my feet Woo! Lazy girls Yeah, those lazy, lazy girls Yeah, yeah, lazy girls Lazy girls Lazy girls Lazy girls Lazy girls Lazy, lazy, lazy girls At the Brit Summer Show And one of these days We're going to have a complete An entire show dedicated to the Zigglers, the good Christians. Christian Ziggler, he's such a good Christian. Why? They named him Christian. He's such a good Christian. Christian Ziggler, who goes around raping women. And Bridget Ziggler, who uh, I don't care that she's gay, but uh, she cares that you are. Oh, she cares very much. Don't mention it in the schools. Take every mention out of the schools, all of the libraries, ban the books, take them off the shelves. No kids are allowed to talk about it. Teachers are not supposed to mention it in the classroom. But when it comes to Bridget herself, she's burying her face in some pussy. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. If you like Klondike bars, you'll love Bulldike bars. Hey, you, what would you do for a Bulldike bar? What's a Bulldike bar? It's a big iron bar that Bulldikes hit men with. Say, you're a man. Ow, I didn't do 
do anything. Well, I guess you don't have to do anything for a Bulldike bar. Here, have another one. Ah! You pig. Bulldike bars. If you're a man, you don't have to do anything. Just hang around and odds are you'll get one. Ow, cut that out. You pig. Ow. You man. Ow. You pig man. Ow. It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. I'd like to be between your knees in your moist pie garden with my tongue. I'll make you swoon with every swirling move in your moist pie garden with my tongue. I'd like to have a little taste With your legs wrapped around my face I'd like to be between your knees In your moist fur pie garden with my tongue I'd like to huff your mohawk muff in your moist fur pie garden with my tongue. Good thing for me, you're not from the Middle East, cause the sight of old bird bacon's not for me. Prefer to nosh a sideways mustache, I'll plow him in or out he gash. Oh, what I'd give to whip the jiff in your moist pie garden with my tongue. In your moist pie garden with my tongue. The Brit Summer Show. Listen, not that I want to be the holiday Grinch or nothing, but something you all of you should think about and you should uh, bring this up at the dinner table during this holiday season uh if you haven't already this uh, democracy that we live in the what's left of it uh they're going to take it all away from us that's we know it they say it they're advertising it they're telling us what they're going to do and anyone who pays attention and listens to these creeps these Nazi fuckers. Oh, by the way, in Texas, they just legalized it for a uh, admitted Nazi to run for office. You know, so so there you go. Uh, I can start there. Uh, they're giving everybody a platform. Everything is legal. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, the, the, the rule of law, like the the the. the Republicans used to tout back in the 90s and the early odds, it's the rule of law, the rule of law. Not anymore, not for those creeps. Those fuckers break the law on a regular basis and they're not ashamed of it. They just don't care. You know why? Because nothing happens to them. That's why nothing's ever going to happen to them with this justice system that we have. And yeah, uh, okay, Giuliani didn't get off the hook with $150 million thing. He doesn't have the money, obviously. Uh, so uh, we'll see him sleeping uh, in a doorway with a uh, cardboard pillow someday, hopefully. Uh, he was one of those back in the 90s saying, the rule of law, the rule of law. He was one of those too. Yes. But uh, I don't say nothing's happening with Don. And nothing's happening to Don because, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe he's a he's an ex-president, and they're they're a skit. Yo, he's still flying around in his jet, cutting his suit up at five hundred dollars for a little square inch of his suit. Five hundred dollars to 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 sniff his stinky old suit. Oh, oh. and I'm not going to go by what the Supreme Court says one way or the other. I'm telling you that it doesn't matter if you're president or not. If you break the law, you go to jail. Okay. Uh, 
And as uh, Merrick Garland said several times, and then he hid under his desk again, no one is above the law. But And I, and I would like to believe that, but he's made it very clear, Merrick Garland, that uh, he doesn't believe that at all. At all. And uh, Where's he been lately, huh? Where's that little mousy boy been? <laughs> Big mistake, Papa Joe. Big mistake putting him in, in that office. And a, and a really bigger mistake, not getting him out. Because uh, Joe could have got him out of there and, and uh, fired him and put in a, another uh, attorney general. Presidents could do that. It's by appointment, you know. You didn't have to stay in there. Joe should have worked harder on that one. Get get him out. It's t Again, it's too late now. And for three years, I, I've been pounding on it. Me and other commentators have been pounding on it. That uh, it moved too slowly. And he's going to, if he gets back in, which is very likely because the Democrats are the, the, the quietest, the quietest political party ever. Uh <laughs> And if he gets back in, he's just going to make everything go away uh, and uh, probably get rid of the Supreme Court and throw what he perceives as an enemy uh, into a camp, whatever it is. And then it doesn't have to be skin color, religion, or whatever it is. If he just doesn't like you, he'll throw you into a camp. But, but you know, that he the other guy did that too. The other guy that he, he's always being compared to, if he just didn't like you, he, those camps came in handy for that too. Okay, and we've got a lot of land in this country, and, uh, and that's something you can use it for. Because don't think it's going to be used to house anything. It's going to be fenced off, and he's probably going to have a lot of executions. Okay, the, he but he, he has no he has no soul. What does he care? He's probably going to line people up against the wall and execute them, starting with people in the media and the press. And, and from, if you ask me, I don't know why. Because this media and this press, they support him as far as I'm concerned. They'll say they don't. Oh, we're, we're anti-Trump. We're never Trumpers. Oh, yeah, yeah. But here's Trump. And here's this picture. And we're going to emboss this picture in your mind over and over and over and over again. Here's this picture over here. Here's another B-reel of Trump. All the time, no matter where you go, you can't escape the Trump on television, on regular TV. You could go on Netflix. And even on there, there's, there's Trump documentaries. There's no escaping the Trump, the disease, the fucking disease. There's no getting away from it. And they don't want you to, okay? And I know there's a lot of people working there at MSNBC and Fox News and, uh, and even, you know, New York Times, Washington Post. A lot of people working there that need their jobs. They need the money so they can live and they need their jobs so they don't, they don't go up against the boss, what, what the boss says, what the editor says. And it certainly isn't a, a, an editor like Ed Asner. <laughs> <laughs> like Lou Grant. Their, their, their editor is uh, a pharmaceutical company or anything that would benefit from having Trump in office. That's their boss. So they don't want to lose their jobs, you see. But here's what's going to happen. They're not just going to lose their jobs. They're going to lose their life. All right. They're already getting threats against their lives and their families and their co-workers always getting threats. These simpleton inbred retards, when they hear something they don't like, they lash out and start threatening lives. And, and, and you know, where is the FBI? And you know, it should be called the fucking Bureau of Investigation. How come they're not arresting these assholes that, are, that you know, they're using... A lot of times, they're using cross-state tech tech to do this, to threaten. They can fingerprint it. They can ID an IP address. They can find these people. And, and yes, yes, they certainly can identify the pipe bomber on January 6th. Oh, yes, they can. Anybody who has any information that leads us to the rest of the uh, pipe bomber, get the fuck out of here. You know who it is. And it is a woman. You look at that video. That's not a guy. Un unless you think Charles Nelson Riley is an insurrectionist. They've got so many forensic uh, tools, uh, uh, scientific and forensic tools to find out who that is. They can tell just by the air. They can tell just by the video where they walked. They can tell by the gait of how they walked. 
Okay. So, hey, hey look, come on. Get, get the fuck. They know. But if Trump gets in, they'll be redirected from all of those things and uh, go after us. We will be the, the serfs. They'll be the Bennets, and we'll be the serfs. Walking around with a Christmas tree for the goddamn holidays. Got broken glass embedded in my knees while adjusting the water tray. Walking around with the Christmas tree, I got sapped all over my pants. If the kids were around, I'd throw them into the tree and impale them on a branch. It's the most financially detrimental season of the year. I'll be glad if my wife Molly licks my balls to make me jolly. Fucking around with my Christmas tree like a stupid Goya sugar. For all I care, if it was up to me, I'd throw the goddamn tree away. Hey, thanks for still listening to the Brit Summer Show on this holiday season. And uh, I'm just going to let you in on uh, what's going on with me health-wise. My hands uh, don't move and I'm dropping things and it's not an arthritis. I don't know what it is. I don't have arthritis, but I can't close my hands and and my fingers look like bananas. And... Uh, and they're, they're, they, they they feel like they're asleep and they're cold. Okay, uh, and, and I and it's it's the holidays. So next month, yeah, I'm going to be at the VA a lot. I got to get to the bottom of what this is because I got this initially. <laughs> I thought it was a, a reaction to a new drug injection I got several months ago. That's what I thought this was, but no, because uh, drug reactions go away. This ain't going away. So, uh, yeah, I don't mean to whine or nothing, but all I can say is that all all the people that have helped me (coughs) throughout this uh, whole ordeal, this experience I've been going through, uh, I I, I thank you so much for being there for me. (coughs) And I can tell you, I've learned a lot. And one of the things I've learned is what I call a a well-intended lie, a uh, well-meant lie. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we're inundated with lies every day, especially since the the Trump thing. But uh, one of the things you get when you get like, uh, and I'm not terminal yet, but it's 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 you know uh, <clears throat> iffy. It's an iffy situation. But one of those lies you get, and it's meant <laughs> with all the best intentions in the world, and and after uh, I had the tumor removed and an operation was done and after pneumonia stay and all this stuff <laughs> this is the biggest lie you'll get okay if you need anything anything at all if there's anything that i can do for you anything please call me right away i will be there for you if there's anything i can do to help you I will be there. Oh. Well, I, <laughs> with few exceptions, uh, so <laughs> I can all I could do is to say this. They don't take any bullshit from him. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just not true. I mean, it's meant well, you know. But for the most part, people go. Yeah, <laughs> but my audience hasn't, and I, I do continue to get donations, and someone who, who has uh, stayed with me is uh, Ernie. We love you. Oh! Thank you, Ernie. Okay, here's a little bit of holiday fun I'm going to have. You know how sometimes, you know, songs sound alike, uh, and and usually it's, it's not intentional. I... Uh, to this day, I don't believe He's So Fine was uh, uh, ripped off by George Harrison. I, I don't think he intentionally did that. A uh, beetle has no need to copy anybody. 
they did they did when they were starting out they were a cover band i mean naturally that's what they did but uh, and the stones were all of them were cover bands that's all they played but after their stardom and uh, success and all this and fame uh why the hell would he have to i don't think he really had to I mean, come on george harrison the quiet beetle i think they went after him i think it was stupid uh and, and yeah, it sounds close, but sorry, not that close. And I'm wondering the same thing about this one, because anybody listen to the Stephanie Miller show, you're probably familiar with this song by Rachel Platten. This is my fight song. Take back my life. Every time I hear it, I'm reminded of another song that it sounds an awful lot like. And if you're going to trace off something just to, uh, I guess, compose another a new song... You know, it would be this would be a good choice because it was a uh, not a big hit back in '69, uh, but uh, I know I'm going to play it. I'm going to play this one first, just a piece, and I'll play the other one after. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm all right song. Joe Self, 1969, Games People Play. That song's been redone and redone, and and, uh, and I think I'm not even certain if that's the original one by Joe South, but listen again. If, if this was a quick game show, it would be called What Do You Think? It's one of those things. Anyway, there's a great lyric in the Joe South song, especially considering what I've been talking about the whole first part of this show with the good Christian Zigglers. And I'm going to come in with that one. People walking up to you, singing glory hallelujah, <laughs> and they try to sock it to you in the name of the Lord. They're gonna teach you how to meditate Read your horoscope, cheat your faith For the most to hell with hate Come on, get on Talking about you and me The game we were playing Now wait a minute Look around, tell me what you see What's happening to you and me God grant me the serenity just remember who I am Whoa, uh, Cause you're giving up your sanity For your pride and your vanity Turn your back on humanity Oh, and you don't give up So what he is, Joe South On the Brit Summer Show <laughs> But you're supposed to play uh, Holiday songs It's holiday songs Not Joe South Oh, what the fuck It's holiday be over Pretty soon anyway I'll be glad when it is Not a good holiday for me I hope it is for you I hope you have a really nice one uh, Me, on the other hand eh, gonna be so great No You hear this song behind me? You hear this, what I'm playing over here? That's Santo and Johnny from 1960. And the name of the song is Sleepwalk. Yeah. And why am I playing a song called Sleepwalk? It's, it's because that's what America is doing right now directly into an authoritarian state. Next, this is a, a, a clarion call to all of you out there to keep this place a democracy next year. 
After these holidays are over, all of us Democrats have to hit the ground. I'm talking about grassroots Democrats. The leadership, they don't give a fuck for us, okay? But, but the uh, grassroots Democrats got to sign up voters, and we have to, some of us have to, uh, and I appeal to some of our mid-level leaders out there, and I'll, I'm going to talk to them over the course of next year to, uh, you know, put together events, put together some things. Don't we have some bands that we can uh, book or singers or something like that, put together like a mini concert or something like that? Sponsored by the Democratic Party of Florida. I mean, that's what that's what they do. They do that. And on top of that, they have galas. We have galas, but they got galas every t- 10 minutes. Okay? Do things like that so we can attract people and let them know we're still alive, that the, the Democratic Party still has a pulse, especially in the state of Florida. Let's do something like that. I, and, I, and I would make a point of, a, a further point of... Uh, moving that along had the holidays not come along because it takes a lot for this child to move seriously you know i gotta walk around with uh one of those uh long extenders that grab things a grab i gotta walk around with a grab because i i can't bend down listen anybody throughout my life who didn't like me and and wished bad things upon me that things bad things would happen your wish came true, because this is a miserable existence I have. So I got to walk around one of these uh, 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 grabbers, because I can't bend down, and because of my hands, I'm dropping things all the time. Uh, in fact, this is one of the few things I can do, because really all I have to do is push this uh, testing, one, two, testing, one, two, testing, one, two, test. You know, I can do that with my, my, my finger. It's the slide pot. It's actually a uh, rheostat, but they call it a pot. Uh, a pot. When well, a pot is short for potentiometer, not for the weed. But potentiometer was the original volume controls they used in the radio station, and they were the round knobs you see in the vintage pictures and video of the disc jockey in the studio turning the knob. And in the seventies, they were all replaced by sliding rheostats. But they still retain the name Pots. So speaking of that, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're we're going to have some source coming up the next year, and I want to get on uh, Will Bunch, who has a lovely bunch of articles that he writes. <clears throat> In fact, I did an open for Will Bunch for the Nicole Sandler show. Uh, I'll play it for you. She didn't like she didn't like anything I do. So I, I here I'll play it for you. Will Bunch with Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com and Progressive Voices. I wonder if I could get Will Bunch on the show. Uh, He's got books to sell, and he's a great author and a great uh, columnist. And I'm trans, but I don't have cooties. But Will Bunch says, as the world burns, a cowardly news media endangers U.S. democracy. Yes! using cowardly words to describe killing abroad and fascism at home and downplaying the danger to democracy. Absolutely correct, sir. There was a shocking story on the front page of the New York Times last week. As reported by an A-team of journalists, including two Pulitzer Prize winners, the Times warned its readers that Donald Trump, if returned to the White House, is grooming a new team of extremist government lawyers who would be more loyal to their dear leader than the rule of law and could help Trump install a brand of American fascism. You say you didn't hear anything about this? That's not surprising. The editors at the Times made sure to present this major report in the blandest, most inoffensive way possible. Staying true to the mantra in the nation's most influential newsroom that the 2024 election shouldn't be covered any differently, even when U.S. democracy is on the line. Uh Thank you, Will Bunch. A whole bunch. Trump allies want a new style of lawyer. As if they were talking about a colorful, drawling Southerners with seersucker suits, uh, rather than rabid dog ideologues. 
who would do the dirty work of overturning an election that career government attorneys refused to do before January 6th. That new style of lawyer, pro-Trump, America first zealots who think ultra-conservative lawyers bred in a federalist society are too soft to carry out their leader's autocratic call for a final battle against traditional democratic governance. Their dangerous anti-democratic mission was blandly outlined as a plan to take control of the government in a way unseen in presidential history. And I'm picking on this one article in the Times and, and its timid, inoffensive packaging, not because it's unique, but because it's far too typical right now. And he's right. In one of the most perilous moments of crisis the world has seen in 75 years, and with the basic notions of free speech under assault, most newsrooms aren't fighting back. They are, instead, pulling their punches in a defensive rope-a-dope crouch, and thus failing to truly inform when democracy itself is at risk. Shall I read on? Yes. Ain't this better than a Christmas story? You know why? Because this is real. Right now, ground zero is the horrific conflict in the Middle East where bombing by Israel in response to a violent Hamas terror attack on October 7th is killing thousands of children. Yet too many newsrooms adopt a passive voice to describe the bloodshed uh, <laughs> or who is to blame for the attacks. It can be hard at times to distinguish what is real. And <laughs> Explosion at Gaza refugee camp leaves massive crater was the BBC headline for an Israeli bombing that, that killed or wounded scores of civilians. And, and what is satire? The Onion's take. The Onion stands with Israel. Because it seems like you get in less trouble that way. <laughs> Felt more honest and heartful than many serious news headlines. Yes. It was the night before Hanukkah. It was the night before uh, Shavuos and all through the house. Uh, what worries me even more, frankly, is how not to push or how not to offend the Middle East news coverage is uh, emblematic of a bigger trend towards newsroom timidity and even rank cowardice that also permeates domestic news coverage at a moment when right-wing extremists are controlling the U.S. House and are on track to regain the White House. And then not to mention, I'll add to this, they control the media. They control most of the uh, uh, audio media. The mainstream elite media, especially flummoxed by the new Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson, was an obscure backbencher to cat. Oh, we know all this shit. More radical than anything we would have known. And bada boop, bada beep, bada bub. That danger isn't covered in business as usual fluff pieces like the Washington Post's House Speaker Mike Johnson's Louisiana hometown, guided by faith and family. Yeah. Yeah. Another post Johnson was given was his low profile and quiet tone. As if Christo-fascism isn't so bad when it's delivered in a gentle drawl from behind oversized dad glasses. Bravo, Will Bunch. The deference to authority is already bleeding into serious policy coverage. Far too many news outlets uncritically repeated Johnson's first major pronouncement that $14 billion for Israel could be paid by cutting a number of IRS agents. And they had the same old shit. Getting it right isn't only important because Johnson, who is not the most powerful Republican in Washington, but because also he's kind of a John the Baptist prophecy of an even more dangerous Trump 47 in 14 months. It's weird because Trump is arguably the most media-covered figure in America. No shit. No fucking shit. Even now, there's an entire network built around covering his legal woes in MSNBC. And, and yet there's uh, not nearly enough coverage to stake uh, the proposed second term. Uh, yeah, that's true. MSNBC. And, and, and all of them. Uh, this includes an assault on democratic institutions and agencies in the guise of dismantling the deep, the deep, <laughs> or, or uh, the, the assholes that believe it more and more sounds like uh, the deep state. A focus uh, on a Justice Department pursued political rivals and brutal policies towards marginalized such as refugees and uh, urban homelessness. The world is staring into an abyss, much as it did in the 1930s. Now, as then, the global rise of right-wing authoritarians like Vladimir Putin and Russia and uh, Benjamin Netanyahu and, and all this stuff are linked to an aggressive militarism that targets civilians 
and risks of world war. Here at home, the growing sense of chaos abroad, chaos, K-A-O-S, chaos, and a broken government on Capitol Hill, with Republican Johnson poised to make matters worse, has imperiled the flawed, small-D Democratic government of Papa Joe Biden, and has primed too many voters to fall into the waiting arms of a wannabe dictator. Yet the, the news rarely reflects the reality of this risk. Why is that? Well, it's not because there aren't a lot of remarkable individual journalists out there doing some remarkable and at times courageous work exposing the rot in Capitol Hill or risking their lives to bring news uh, from Israel and Gaza, where at least 36 reporters and uh, photojournalists have paid with their lives. But the institutional caution that frames their work has been getting a lot worse. Some of it's probably business-driven to avoid offending readers who might cancel a subscription. Uh, A lot of it seems to be a desire in newsrooms after Trump's whirlwind lied-filled first term to return to normalcy and the kind of balance that treats two parties equally, which means ignoring that one has become an authoritarian cult. It is an authoritarian cult! It's a fucking cult! It's a fucking cult promulgated by social media, news media, and the press. It's, it's propped up by that. The Democrats, they're quiet. The now retired Washington Post editor, Marty Barron, famously said during the Trump era that journalists are not at war, we're at work, which merely conceded the battlefield to the bellicose forces of adopting Trump's rallying cry that reporters are the enemy of the people. Growing threats to press freedom in America have metastasized in the weeks since October 7th, with pressure not to make any controversial comments about Israel-Palestine. And what I tell you, I knew all along it was Putin all along. Yeah, Netanyahu, uh, he's a war criminal now, but, but at the behest of Putin. He's working for Putin, too. I know, I'm just a crazy tranny. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It was Putin behind this with the Israel and the Palestines and the Gaza. As bad as things are today for the media, things will get worse in less than two years if journalists, as individuals, as newsrooms, and as a profession, can't stop cowering and won't adopt a much more aggressive posture in defending democracy. The only political system that makes a functioning news media possible. Some of its basic stuff, uh, more boldness in calling out a blatant lie, like Johnson's IRS claim, or, or making it clear when someone is to blame, like Israel's killing of journalists. Political reporting is useless unless it focuses a lot less on the campaign horse race and a lot more on the consequences of victory. Not the odds, but the stakes. Others are proposing new ways of doing things. Mark Jacob, a former Chicago Tribune journalist who has become a leading media critic, has proposed a a more radical version of fact-checking that he calls fact-crusading. What could we have been reduced to having to do? Fact-crusading. Which would not just report out lies by leading political figures, but challenge them and seek accountability. Meanwhile, traditional outlets like the Washington Post are promising to expand their 2024 coverage of the threats to democracy. Uh, Well, let's see. I think that's excellent, but a democracy beat won't mean much unless journalists report on it like our existence depends on it. And that's why I'm going to cancel my New York Times subscription this year and keep the Washington Post. The New York Times has given me <clears throat> bullshit updates, bullshit. the right way to set the table for the holiday season. You know, that's not why I subscribe. We're at war, damn it, literally and figuratively, and we can't win this fight by hiding in the corner and absorbing all the punches. There's a higher truth that doesn't repeat the lies but calls them out. Doesn't hide from accountability, but when there is a blame to be assigned and it uses the keyboard as a weapon to fight for democracy instead of dispassionately reporting, even-handedly, on its slow death. And if we don't start fighting for that truth right away, the BBC might eventually be reporting on the crater where a free press used to stand. That's brilliant. Thank you, Will Bunch. I enjoyed reading that a whole bunch, and I hope you did too. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. This here is the king. 
I know I haven't been around much for a while, but I want y'all to know that up here in rock and roll heaven, I'll be thinking of you this Christmas. And I'd like to give y'all a special Christmas message. A message of peace. Like, uh, how about a little piece of that pie going by? Thank you. Thank you very much. Like I was saying, Christmas is a time of hope, a time of joy, a time for loving. And I sure would love a big slice of that pizza you got there. Okay, thank you very much. Oh yeah, Christmas. Now Christmas to me means family. And family means friends. And friends means getting together. And getting together means eating. Oh, pass me that drumstick, would you please? Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And I just want to say to you right now, you know, I may be a big star, maybe too big, but ain't nobody so big you can't reach out a helping hand, or a helping uh, a hand. Or, or would you hand me a helping of those mashed potatoes over there, would you please? Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, like I was saying, ain't nobody so big you can't stoop to help a friend in need over the holiday season. Now, speaking of season, you want to pass me that salt sugar when you get the chance? Thank you. Yeah, just, just unscrew the cover. That's right. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this Christmas, why don't y'all take a tip from old Aeolus? Now, no, leave those steak tips right where they are. You know what I mean? No, I appreciate it. Thank you. I want you to remember, we're all part of God's great big family. And you know God made man unto his own image. And look in the mirror, I'd have to say God must be a big, big son of a gun. You know what I mean? I think you do. But I especially want y'all to remember this one last thing. When you're all at home this Christmas, stringing that popcorn up on the tree, save a big, big bowl for the king. Extra butter, know what I mean? Well, thank you, dear. Like you. Like you very much. There's a sparkle in the air. Silvery magic everywhere. It's the happy holiday sound of the Brit Summers Show. I wanna blow my brains out for Christmas It's the most depressing time of year People rushing through the malls The traffic is absurd Throwing money away all stinking day I'm as happy as a turd I wanna blow my brains out for Christmas Have my body right here till next year Winter snow and mistletoe And Rudolph's big red nose They can shove all that stupid holiday crap Cause Christmas really blows Cause Christmas Yo ho ho, everybody, it's uh, the Brit Summer Show, thanks for tuning in. This is going to be it for several weeks, uh, at least until after the new year. And, and now I promise, as I was promised, I am not going to do this. Uh, let's take a look back at the year that just happened. Uh, because we're in the year that just happened. And it's stupid to even say that. In fact, just a minute ago, I said, let's take a look back at the year that just happened because it's, a, it's how time goes. It goes forward. So anyway, have a wonderful holiday, everybody that's tuned in uh, to your, your family and your friends. And never mind what this cranky old tranny has to say. I'm just not in a very good mood. And I think you can understand why. <laughs> but I, I, I hope you like the show just the same. And I'll be seeing you very, very, very soon. Until the next time, this is Brett Sommer saying, good holidays to all from Rexall. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Cheese, www.iloverichardcheese.com. Thank you. You know, here it is, our big holiday CD, and what better song to sing than Jingle Bells? But I'd like to do that version performed so many years ago by that fabulous group, The Singing Dogs. Hit it, boys! Woof, 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 woof. Woof 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 woof
meow, oink, quack, and moo. Merry Christmas from Richard Cheese and Happy Hanukkah if you're a Jew.